Welcome to And the Winner Is Podcast, presented by Atheon, the Omni Athlete League. For more information, visit atheon.org or Instagram at weareatheon. Hey y'all, I'm Atheon7, and this is my NFL prediction show, week number 10. Feel free to go back and visit uh, weeks 1 through 9 if you want to have more context up to this point. But yeah, uh, in this uh, in this show, I talk, about, I talk through uh, who I believe as of today are the top 14 teams in the NFL based on who I, I uh, predict will make the playoffs, their number of losses, seed, and, and final, uh, final outcome. Just a reminder, and if you plan to use any of this information for any purpose, uh, do so at your own risk. We are, you know, now, now things get interesting. Like I said, this is, this is, uh, is week 10, and, and uh, it's stressfulness you know, the stress is really building up, right? There's three different camps of teams, right? You have the teams that are, you know, flying high, right? They're feeling very positive and, and motivated to, you know, where they're headed, where they are right now, and where they're headed, right? It's not to say that, you know, anything can't change, but like they're feeling, they're feeling confident. You have the other camp that is basically in between, right? They're on the fence, like some things that really liking about their team and their personnel and, and so forth. But then there's also things that are just aggravating, frustrating, like things are not going so well. So they're kind of on the fence about where, where to go. And they may even be uncertain about which directions to, to take. Uh, and then the third, you know, group is, is, you know, basically the ones that are checked out or, you know, I mean, obviously nobody actually checks it out, but, but it kind of feels like, you know, like they're on, they're, they're really stressed out because they know that like, this is, you know, next, you know, week or two, like they, they can't lose, you know, like they have to, you know, change momentum very quickly or else they're probably going to be out. Right. Uh, so this is interesting times and, and the next couple of weeks are, are going to be, be similar. Uh, so with, with that said, uh, these are, you know, top 14 teams right now. I, I have number 14 as the Cowboys, uh, the six seed. NFC, eight losses, losing in the opening round of the playoffs. Last week uh, was was painful for them, you know, losing to the Packers, uh, which, which by the way, I had wrong. Uh, and, you know, it doesn't get any easier with uh, the Vikings, uh, at the Vikings uh, next next week. And I do, I have them losing again. Um, they're, uh, we talked about it a lot where, where um, you know, this, this team, it comes, it, it comes down to, you know, can't be Dak ball. You know, for ever since, you know, the whole dynamic of of uh, Cooper Rush versus uh, Dak Prescott, like you had to avoid at all costs. Like I, I talked about how Prescott coming back could be the worst possible thing for this team. And I'm not saying it's it's completely true, but it's just that it is a little bit true in the sense that like, you know, Dak is not a, a top tier quarterback and he, and he can't pretend otherwise. And this team will go as far as is they, you know, understand who they are and play the right schematic style that's best suited for, for this team. Uh, that's, that's pretty much in a nutshell, right? Uh, moving on to number 13, the Seahawks. The seventh seed in the NFC, eight losses, losing in the opening round of the playoffs as well. 
they did lose last week to the Bucks, which I had right, and now they're into a bye. So they also have good uh, good timing with with their bye. This team, no matter what, you know, they should be proud. You know, it's unbelievable. The next three teams, right? They all should feel proud because what they what they were um, expected, right, coming into the season and what how things have gone is just you couldn't ask for a better better situation, especially for the Seahawks particularly. I mean, it's it's unbelievable to you know watch you know Smith you know. Uh, have this reversal. I mean, we have we we rarely have ever seen this in in the NFL. It's absolutely bonkers to 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 imagine that. And 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 applaud you know the the coaching staff. Uh, you know, uh, Carroll and whatnot deserves you know credit. I mean, and then of course you know they they hit it out of the park with the drafts as we talked about uh, last you know a couple of weeks. It's just you know it's unbelievable. But with all that said, I I still can't you know feel that much confidence when it comes to to the playoffs. J-E-T-S, Jets, wow, number 12, uh, seven seed, AFC, seven losses, opening round loss in the playoffs. They came from a bye last week, and now uh, this this upcoming week they, they faced at the Patriots, and I do have them winning a very close game. Uh, it's on the fence with, with either of those two teams. Uh, no matter what, again, just unbelievable. They're flying high, right? And that, that's all you can ask for with this team. Right, there. It's been they've over exceeded uh, their expectations, and you know the coaching staff and 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 players, you know, should be very proud of of where they are. And it's looking more and more like they are definitely in the playoffs. And that, you know, getting to the playoffs for for either of these these three teams, it's just you're gonna pack that up, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna appreciate it, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna go on vacation, and you're just gonna like savor that moment because it's unbelievable, right? Uh, Again, number 11, Giants. So all three of these teams, right? In the case with Giants, uh, you know, fifth seed, NFC, six losses, lost in the, in the, fir- in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, last, they, they, I correctly had identified that they were going to win Tex- against the Texans last week. No surprise. Uh, and then this, this upcoming week, they're facing uh, the Lions, which I am also expecting them to win. The Giants, you know, also, I, I have the utmost confidence of where, where their trajectory is moving forward in the sense that, you know, the coaching staff and, and the, the culture and, and, you know, the toughness and, and the mentality that they've been, uh, you know, approaching with this season has been amazing. And it's been just so much, so much fun with all three of these teams to, to watch the turnaround. Uh, the thing about the Seahawks and the Giants, and you can make a strong case for for Jets as too, but definitely Seahawks and Giants. The thing that's, that that is going to be difficult for them is moving forward is what to do with, with their quarterback. You know, a case with with Jones, it's like you know he's he's dynamic, right? He's he's a dual threat quarterback, which in itself is is a game changer. That's a really big deal, right? But at the same time, he's he's not exactly the most reliable, and he hasn't really exactly shown to be you know like a I mean, it's on the fence. It's on the fence. So it's like, how much do you do you want to go the strategy where you know, um, kind of like the, the Titans, right? That, I think that's where it comes down to. Do they want to take the Titans approach, right, of tough mindedness, right, and and you know, right, right, you know, being the running back being the the focal point and and good coaching and all that, or do they want to break that up and then you know go after the gold, so to speak? And and it will be interesting to see what they do, uh, and even more so given the fact of how the season has has gone. Uh, so yeah, keep it going. Uh, number 10 chargers, six seed AFC, seven losses, one win in the playoffs. Uh, they, I had correct that they were going to lose to the 49ers last week. And, and now they got to deal with, you know, that big calendar date of, of, of versus the chiefs. 
And originally, you know, I had I had them winning that game. I had originally that you know each of those two teams would win at their respected home fields. Uh, but the problem is, and, and I still I still believe in the Chargers, and I still believe that they are the one you know definitely one of the teams that absolutely can beat the Chiefs without a doubt. The problem is I don't have confidence in their personnel that's going to be on the field and the pitch for this for this given game. So unfortunately, I'm going to switch it, and I am going to give you know the the Chiefs the the, the expected uh, victory, um, which is a shame. The Chargers are, are the team that you know like it just they're so banged up, and it's hard to to watch them because you know they have so much more uh, capability. It's just it's the question is where are we going to see it? Are we ever going to see it? I mean, this is also the team that's very susceptible to. To making the playoffs or not making the playoffs, or on the fence, you know, it could it could go, go to a, t- a different team, which we'll get to. Um, so yeah, hard to hard to tell. Uh, number nine, the Bucks. I moved them up a little bit further. Uh, they're they're st- but they're still they've always been you know designated in the four four seed spot in the NFC. Eight losses, two wins in the in the playoffs, and, and losing in the NFC Championship game. Nothing nothing has changed in my my mentality with that. And I think a big part of it is because going back to the Giants. I think the trajectory is very clear that the Giants are going to have that that fifth seed and the Bucks are clearly going to have the fourth seed. There's very little in the way of that not being the case. So I just feel like, you know, because of that, you know, when push comes to shove, you know, it, amazing what Giants have accomplished, but I just feel like the Bucks and the playoffs are, are different. They're a different beast. It's totally different, you know, and they have the personnel to match up against anybody when they're just, they're, you know, actually playing well. Uh, so I think that that will carry the momentum. And then, you know, getting to, you know, that one, that first win, and you never know. And you can never, never, um, you know, rule out Tom Brady. I mean, but with all that said, with, with Brady is that it's really fascinating. I mean, I, I just, I can't get, oh, I can't get past the fact that like, there should be a, a bloody asterisk to his, his career with regard to one key stat line. And that is the fact that like throughout his entire career, both, you know, as his tenure in, in, in New England and also then this, this, this time around with, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is that he never has any competition within his own division. It's just amazing. Has that, has that ever happened to this extent? You know, like there, there's definitely plenty of times where, you know, even the Packers, like for a long time, you know, with every now and again, the, the Bears have had been a threat and sometimes the Vikings to some degree. But, you know, like generally speaking, like there's times where there's threats. And, and I just feel like, you know, outside of the Saints, the last couple of years with the Bucks, I feel like that's it. I, I can't, I, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to even remember a time in the AOC when, when, uh, or sorry, when his time in, in in New England, when that ever was was a question. So it just feels like that. That's a it's a it's a game changer. It's totally different to be in, in that situation where I mean, case in point is say like even like the and the Packers, which you know they they are like that team where like hell if if all of a sudden uh you know Christian Watson say like actually you know announces himself being here, well then all of a sudden they're a totally different team. Right now, they got an actual threat on uh, in the wide receiver position, which is what they desperately need. And and if that happens, like they similar to the Bucks, they got the personnel. That's not the. I mean, things are some things are missing, but like if things some things were to change, they can technically beat anybody. And because they have such a legendary quarterback in each in regard to both of them, then anything anything is totally different in the playoffs. But the difference is is that the Packers you can't have a lot of confidence in them right now because. They have very little leeway in any capacity 
regardless of whether they definitely can't win the division right now, and they de- they have to deal with the wild card, and that's that's a crapshoot at this point. If the Bucks were dealing with that, they were they were in a situation where they were in in the wild card position. You think they're going to make it? No, they're on trajectory for eight losses easily, right? I don't think that they're going to make it. So it's like, it's fascinating. It's really really fascinating. But with all that said. You know, it is what it is, and therefore I, I'm gonna ride with, with with Brady until he proves me otherwise. I'm I just I'm not I've I've been that fool that has overlooked him for, for so long. I just can't do it. No matter how turmoil things are, which we expected. Some of it we, we knew going in was gonna be like that in the season. So all right, actually speaking of the Packers, so the Titans and the Packers play in a little bit here. Um I it's been a crazy week and so Trying to rush to get this this in. In fact, this is actually my my second recording because I went through the whole entire thing only to realize that I wasn't recording. Oh, don't you don't you love it when that happens? So I I lovingly have to listen to myself for a second time. You guys don't have to unless you want to plus repeat uh, replay the recording, which would be crazy to find out. Uh, but anywho, so again, so the Titans, uh, they. They are the fourth seed in the AFC trajectory-wise and seven losses, losing opening round of the playoffs. They, they they beat the Broncos, no surprise, which I had right last week. And now, and they're about to the, face um, at the Packers. And, and I actually, I, I was on the fence about it, but I am, I'm going to go with the Packers. I, if, I, if I remember correctly, uh, the Packers, they, uh, they in, in Titans, they played against each other either last season or the year before that. And I'm pretty sure the Packers won. And again, it was a tough-minded game because that's the thing I love about the Titans. The Titans are one of my favorite teams because they're they're super reliable. They're tough. They're uh, well coached. They're well managed. They're they're just they're a very difficult team, and they, they, they don't give you anything. You got to work for it against them, no matter what, right? And I don't want to hear it about freaking Tannehill. I mean, come for God's sakes, man. The stats say otherwise. Like, if anybody tries to say that he's not a good quarterback, look at the stats. I mean, look at what they've done in, their, in the last eight weeks. The only time they lost was when Tannehill wasn't playing. Last year, they they got the number one seed. This season they're they're flying high. Like I mean, what do you what do you want, right? Like and and not only that, but this team knows what they are. This is exactly where where how the Cowboys should be playing, and for that matter, how the Packers should be. Which is getting to why I do think I could be dead wrong. Of course, I mean Packers are you know what are you gonna get with them? But um, I do have them win because I do think that they're one of the teams that can match up against the Titans really well. Because as long as they play the right game, which is to play the run. Because that's the Packers' strength. That they're they're the one team that can do that. Plus, they're the one team that also like look. You know that the Titans are wanting to run the ball, so you stack that up. They have the personnel on the outside to match up one on one, especially with the wide receivers the Titans have. They just got to they got to they got um you know force Tannehill to throw the ball. And if they do that, then there's gonna be like a turnover or two, and then like you know that could be the difference. It's gonna be a tight game, of course. Um, but yeah, I'm just going on whim and, and thinking that, you know, they're going to lose, but they're, they're going to be fine. The Titans are still fine. They're making the playoffs, uh, for sure. And, but I do unfortunately have them losing to playoffs because unlike the NFC, if they were on the NFC, totally different. They're kind of like the, the, um, the 49ers, um, on the AFC. The problem is that they're on the AFC and there's a lot of really good quarterbacks that don't wind up being the difference. So wah, wah, wah. Um, it is what it is, but still love them. Number seven, Vikings. Four losses, second seed in the NFC, one win in the playoffs. Uh, this team, my gosh, I mean, wow, unbelievable game. That that is, I'm calling it the greatest NFL game I've ever seen before. Uh, I do unfortunately have to say that I watched the first half um, full, uh, but then I actually had to run some errands, so then I ended up having to uh, watch, you know, the the second half and, and the overtime. 
um, with the extra, you know, they're replaying it. And, but no joke. I mean, that was unbelievable. The drama, the plays, I mean, Jefferson making that catch, that's probably the greatest catch I've ever seen, ever seen before in my life because the, di- the, the dynamic of it, the fact of, you know, like the, the defender had the, the right away and had both hands on the ball. And for Jefferson only to have one hand, he's midair. And he grabs it with one, and throughout the entire way down, never losing momentum. The fact that you rip it away from 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 a defender that has both hands in, uh, on the ball, and you know, like the acrobatic element of it, and the fact of just the watching that he never loses momentum at all, like that is mind-boggling. It's unbelievable, and that that's what you get with Jefferson. That's the real the real reason why the Vikings are tough to gauge because, on one hand. They're similar to a lot of these teams where, like, you know, how much do you want to believe in Cousins? Well, first and foremost, Cousins has been showing up. In that game, he showed up. He's been showing up, right? Uh, he's got the right, you know, coaching, you know, in place and, and the personnel to be able to, to help support that. But it's unbelievable that, like, again, same thing. I feel like, you know, he can get the job done, no doubt. It's just that, you know, matched up against some of the best of the best, that's where it becomes tough. It's just that they have Jefferson. Jefferson's the one guy. I mean, I love, you know, um, uh, drawing a black on his name right this second, but the, but the running back, um, yeah, it's not it's not coming to me. But uh, we we know who he is, and he's a beast. Uh, and, and, you know, they got a lot of good weapons. You know, their defense has been, you know, been pretty reliable. You know, they got some key players that make a lot of good player plays. Uh, and they're they're killing it right now, and and they're 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 in the race now for the number one seed, and that that's it's going to be an interesting race now between them and the Eagles. Who's going to get the Who's going to get the buy? Uh, it's a it's a it's a big it's a big deal. Um, Dalvin Cook, by the way, is just running back. That's what I was you know finally thinking of. Uh, but yeah, so I I did have that I predicted. You know them. I I didn't predict them to, to win last week, but I do think that you know they're they're. Um, that is a really big deal. Like that's a that's a that's a staple win for them, and they they're going to be they're going to be having so much momentum. They they're going to be dangerous now because they believe that they can win any game. You beat the Bills the way that they did at at, at um, Buffalo. Game on. Well, now we're really going to see. It's going to be really interesting. Number six, the Dolphins. Six losses, fifth seed in the AFC, winning one game in the playoffs. They beat the Browns like uh, expected, but they, they destroyed them. Uh, and then now they're on to a, a much-needed buy, perfect timing for a buy. Dolphins, look, they're dangerous because I freaking love Hill and Waddle. Changes everything. Speed wins, right? They also, I also like their consistency and reliability and their sturdiness across the board. So the fact that they have that game, game change, that's the reason why they're ahead. Because they got two of them. Those two guys are so much to deal with, especially in the modern game of the NFL. Uh, so I, I love this team. They are dangerous. They are very dangerous. They're, they're, I, I, there's a possibility, a legit possibility you can make that they could get to the Super Bowl for sure. Number five, Ravens. Same thing in the sense that they're both dangerous and they have a difference maker, but totally different mentalities. In the case of Dolphins, it's because of those two guys. In the case with Ravens, it's uh, you know Jackson and what he brings to the table with his, with his feet. And therefore, they're running in a running game. They're best running you know, team for a reason. Uh, super, super difficult to, to, to match up with, you know, and their defense just keeps getting better. Uh, so I have them, you know, five losses, I can see in the AFC, winning one game in the playoffs. Uh, they're they, you're coming from a bye. I do have them winning against the Panthers next week. But yeah, it's, there's, 
you know, also good coaching. And, and then again, another difference maker is Tucker. I say this all the time. He's one of my favorite players. It, it makes a big deal when, when at the end of the first half or at the end of the, end of the game where like you need that, you know, 65 year field goal. There's nobody that he trusts more than Tucker that, that matters. Right. On to the number four, 49ers, six losses in the season, third seed in the AFC, NFC and beat and, and again, still calling it being the representative of the NFC in the Super Bowl. I, I believe that pound for pound, you take Garoppolo out, this is the most talented team in the NFL and maybe possibly ever. This team is unbelievable, right? The, it's it's their versatility and their athleticism within their players. McCaffrey, uh, Debo Samuel, uh, Kittle, Izuk. I'm always uh, I'm always drawing a black guy's name. I'm I'm, I'm butchering your name, I'm sure, but the fullback. And then Ayuk, uh, and you know this team, this team is dangerous because of those players. You know, I just mentioned about you know Kid, uh, Waddle and, and and Hill. Well, they got they got versatility up the woo-ass, right? I mean, this is just on. I mean, the team with that kind of weaponry, like Shanahan, is just eyes wide open, thinking about all the possibilities. And that's the thing when when it matters in the playoffs. Like, there's a trust me. Debo Samuel was used intentionally lightly for a reason. He was overused the last couple of seasons. They were smartly, strategically losing less of him right now. But come playoff time, it's on. And the reason why I love this team so much is because they don't need Garoppolo. Take him out of the field. Bring a wild card situation with, with McCaffrey and, and Debo Samuel. Take your pick. Good luck. What are you going to do against them? There's nothing that they can't do. They are, all of them, all those players are all the best at their position in the sense of what they what they present uh, and the challenges that's facing the defense. In fact, you have all those players, and then on top of that, their defense. My God. Oh, I just, vision-wise, there's no team that I have more confidence with than this team. It's that simple. You know, anything can happen, right? But I do believe that they're going to get healthy on the defense and they're just going to get even that much more dangerous. You package that all up together in the playoff games, don't think they can lose. Uh, so that's that. Uh, with that said, I still have the Eagles, be- uh, number three, because I, did, I didn't I did feel like it was fair yet uh, to move the pointers up ahead of them just because of the loss differentials um, and because there's still a lot, lot, lot to go. And I felt like the Eagles, you know, were presenting a lot of challenges to begin with. I feel like they're... Their, their um, schedule has been a little bit lighter for sure. Uh, and uh, But but regardless, I, I still feel like the Eagles are a dangerous team. Uh, they should be very proud of, of, of what they've accomplished so far at this point. It hurts to lose. And look, you know, they were exposed a little bit in the run defense. And it doesn't feel good to lose the turnover battle. Now, does it? It's no surprise that the reason why they hadn't lost up to this point is that they won the, the turnover battle every single one of those games. And then, of course, they don't. Look what happens, right? That, that's the name of the game, you know? That's how the NFL works. So uh, I, I do think that they're going to pack on track against, you know, next week against the Colts. Uh, but and I, I just I think that I'm not going to over-panic or over, overreact, I should say, uh, to, to, their, to their loss. Uh, I think that even the run defense, I mean, I think there's, there's some key players that are going to come back to tighten that up. Uh, I, just, I think it just also comes down to I don't have the – the most confidence in Hurts when when it when it matters in the playoff game against against other players again and, and it really let's get to it the real reason why um, 
I have them losing in, in their in their first game is that at the moment I still have them as the one seed, but we talked about it between them and the Vikings. This could this could change, by the way. But I originally had the trajectory that they would have the number one seed, and as a result of that, they would get faced with the Bucks, right? And I feel like those two teams, the Bucks and the 49ers, those are the two teams that I don't think the Eagles can beat. That that's and it's just matchup wise. So that's that's what it all kind of comes down to. All right, two two top teams, still the same. Uh, but number two, this may surprise you, still Chiefs. Uh, five losses, third seed in the AFC, losing uh, in the AFC uh, championship game. Uh, things obviously have changed now. With with the Bills' loss, you know, I understand. Most people are going to have the Chiefs as number one team. And I get that. I, I just, you will get to my reasoning why. Uh, but it doesn't change the fact the Chiefs are are unbelievable. They're 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 killing it right now. I mean, as far as you know, right this second, you would you obviously you know believe that they're they're the best team. But you know this this um, and the, the the dynamic is is that you know when it came to between the two, you know, Bills. A big part of the reason why I was so high on the Bills is that they would have the number one seat and the buy, and and yet they go through Buffalo, which is really hard to deal with, right? Although they just got exposed to losing in Buffalo. And now they could even be in jeopardy of not having them one seed. So now game on. Things are things are totally different now. So and I I fully recognize that. It's just that when push comes to shove, I just I have confidence in the Bills a little bit more. I just and I also feel like look, a big part of the reason why I'm good at predicting, um, knock on wood, right? I keep talking about it all season. Remember I, I have a knack for this, but you know, whenever you you, you talk about it, it seems it, it seems to come out of the universe and, and <laughs> things change, right? But it doesn't change the fact that, you know, just like last season or the season before that. So last year with with the with the Rams, I was still confident they were gonna win even through their, their lows. They, it was a roller coaster ride, especially during this time. Remember the middle of the middle of the season was really rough on the Rams. They, they, they went from at first, they were all of a sudden, you know, like a, 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 a top, you know, team early on in the season. And then they faded their middle, middle of the season was really hard on them. Right. But I've still remained confident. You gotta, you gotta get past, you know, the overreactions. And then the year, season before that with the Bucks, same thing. I, I didn't overreact to all of their losses. Like they were, it was a roller coaster ride, but you know, I knew that going in, it was, it, it's all about the playoffs. And, Again, when a push comes to shove, and I still do believe, I agree with the talks about how Allen does too much. And that Allen, you know, I agree too that he is ultimately the far of this era. He's by far of this era. You get a lot of good, but you also get a lot of some of the not so good moments. And he needs to be, um, he needs to, to, to know when to try and when not to try. He believes he can make any throw, but that's not or every play, right? But sometimes he needs to know the situation. So I agree that like the one thing that has me nervous is the, the tight game and the, the, that key play, right? Especially against like the Chiefs um, and just in general, the good teams, right? I just, it's just, it's a feeling. It's a feeling like that not to overreact in the playoffs is going to be different in the games. I, and I just believe that when it matters most, I just feel like Allen is a difference. Uh, you know, and I, I just, I, and I, I believe I, I, I feel like that momentum of, of losing the way that they did last season is going to propel them. Uh, but I, I, again, I have, I fully admit that like, you know, them not having home, home field, that doesn't happen. That changes things. 
you know, and they, they've, they've now lost, you know, more than what they, they were. I mean, I had the number of losses is, is already at what I was expecting. I was expecting three or four. Um, so they're already at three. Like they, I mean, you know, they're, they're, it will, it, I, I, again, just let's stay focused and not overreact. That that's that's pretty much what I'm trying to say. I I, I get it. I get all the the thoughts and whatnot, and that's that's your prerogative to to move the cheese up and other teams up. I get it. There's a lot of teams that are moving them down to like number seven, ten, you know, whatnot. I just I don't want to overreact. Uh, so other three teams we talked a little bit about the Packers. Um, they have to win today. I mean, kickoff already happened. You know, well, I'm about to, to start watching the game, uh, but we'll see how it goes. But they can't lose. It's just that, especially with with the Eagles next next week. So it's all on that. I I, I believe that they could, but if I'm banking, if I'm putting money on it right this second, I I, I can't. Right? There's not enough confidence that that they can just flip the strip right now. Um, I do think that the Christian Watson thing is really the the, the key to this. Christian Watson, if he all of a sudden like arrives, game on. But if that's not the case, and I just I don't think I can quite um, feel the momentum, especially with everything that's happened. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a dogfight. Uh, I I don't I don't see it all the way, but going at the moment with with them winning um, tonight, uh, we'll see. Uh, and then the Rams and the Bengals. So Rams, you know, I, I just. I, I kept holding off that, you know, Adele Beckham was going to come back and, and that would change things. So same kind of same sim, similar situation with if Christian and watch Christian Watson were to arrive or Adele Beckham were to arrive and, and, and that changes things. Right. But at this point, I think they're, I think they're out. I mean, I just, I, I, I it, technically they can, right. Same, both those teams are similar, almost identical in that nature. But I, I at this moment, I got to go with no. And the Bengals, I love the Bengals in the sense that I think that they're a really, really good team. I really do believe that. And I, I, I'm on the fence with them. I think going back to the Chargers, I think between those two teams, one of them is probably, uh, only one of them is going to make it. That's what I believe. Uh, and it could easily be the Bengals over the Chargers. With the Chargers injuries, it, it easily could happen. Easily could happen. Uh, especially considering, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, actually, my trajectory plans, uh, the I had them actually beating the Chiefs. So they don't win you know, the Chiefs. But now I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that they don't. Now, now it's really, really tight. So it easily could be between those two teams. I just, at the moment, I still just have a little more confidence in the Chargers because I feel that they have, they have an upper, they have a higher ceiling. Right, the Bengals. I mean, they haven't really had as many of the injuries, and uh, you know, they they just you know, it, it, there's a lot of good things about them for sure. I just you know, think I just think that some of the teams have gotten better, you know, quite frankly, since since last year. So, uh, yeah. So ultimately, that's uh you know week week ten on to now week eleven. Uh, hopefully, I'll get that in uh, much sooner. Um, so cheers, and uh, see you next week. Remember, clear mind, strong body, good heart. We are a fan.